We're talking about today the fact that you probably have some really good gut instincts, probably have some great gut instincts for your business. But over and over and over again, your feelings will lie to you. Your feelings will absolutely lie to you. What do I mean? We have good gut instincts about what can help our clients. What do they want? How do we find them? What are we good at? How we can help? What we really should be doing for them. But over and over and over again, our feelings will lie to us. And as a result, we pull back. As a result, we pull back. I'll give you an example. The first business I owned was a senior relocation and estate liquidation company. We help families with aging parents get through the entire downsizing process and get their house ready for market or ready for closing, right? These are big, 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 huge jobs. If you are going through this with your family right now, my heart goes out to you because I really know what a logistical challenge this is and how hard it is. But what did I do? Where was my where were my feelings holding me back? Now, I knew when I had that business that this was a huge, huge project, right? There's the project, the professional organizing at the beginning that has to happen. There's the move management. There's the estate sale. There's the clean out. There's, you know, eight million things that have to happen when you've been living in your house for 50 years and now you decide to move and sell it. Right. Huge amount of work. But. In the beginning, I was too scared to tell my client how much that was going to cost up front. That was me. That wasn't them. I was scared to tell them how expensive it was actually going to be. And as a result, what I would do is I would say, well, let's just get started with this and this and we'll see what happens. Then we can decide what to do. And because I was fearful of asking for the amount of money I knew it would take, right? My gut was right. I actually ended up, I won't say harming, but not helping my client as well as I could have. Because we would get halfway through the process and they would realize that we were only halfway through the process. They, we were losing time. We were losing money because we weren't as efficient as we could be. And it was all because I was scared to ask for that amount of money up front. So again, good gut instincts, but my feelings were lying to me. My feelings were saying, it's fine. Do one step at a time. That's how this should be. It'll, it'll all work out better for them. When the truth was I needed to just put it out there that this was the situation, this was what it was going to cost, and this is how I could help. My feelings were holding me back, right? How else does that show up? You might be in a sales rut, right? We've been talking a lot if you've been following along about how difficult it's been to do business lately. So maybe you're in a sales rut and your gut knows you need to change something. Obviously, right? You're in a sales rut. So your gut instinct is something needs to change. But your feelings... Your feelings, often driven by fear, limiting beliefs, driven by all the crap of the world's coming to an end, if you believe social media, have you thinking, your feelings have you thinking that the only option you have is to lower your prices. Well, that's the only option I have. I have to lower my prices. If I'm in a sales rut, 
obviously I'm too expensive. Let me lower my prices. That will solve it. Well, maybe having a lower priced offer is a good arrow in your quiver, right? Maybe that is a good idea, but maybe it's not. Maybe it's not the right idea to solve the challenge you're having. So how do you make sure in your business that you're making your decisions, we've been talking about decisions a lot lately, on strategy-based information, not the feelings that will lie to you. And this falls squarely in my bucket of working where the intersection where what you need to do meets who you need to be to do it, because you've got to approach this from both sides. So how do we do this? Number one, you have to debrief on everything that you do. You have to debrief so that it keeps you more in the facts and statistics and out of your feelings, less driven by feelings. Debrief everything. Marketing, and I was just having this conversation with someone this morning. Marketing is a series of levers. Marketing is testing. That's it. Marketing is testing. It's a series of levers. The only way you know which lever isn't working is to debrief and analyze all of the touch points involved in your approach to find out where the number is going astray. Where is the breakdown occurring? So as an example for you, maybe you're running an online funnel, right? Lots of people do that. Maybe you're running an online funnel. What do you need to measure and debrief on? Well, did enough people see the post? Did enough people who saw the post click through? Did enough people who click through take the next step, which is usually like watching the webinar or doing the download? Did enough people who click through and watch the webinar take the action? And then did enough people who saw the ad click through, watch the webinar and took the action? Did enough of those people make a purchase? right? These are all different levers that we can see where are the numbers not meeting the benchmarks so that we know where are we going wrong. This, by the way, is why I don't like using an online funnel until you have your business really, really, really dialed in because the way to hack this entire thing is to talk to other human beings. It shortcuts the process and makes it a lot cheaper so you're not spending tons and tons and tons and thousands and thousands of dollars Figuring out where your lever, which lever you need to pull, you can actually just do this in a handful of conversations. But I digress. So, as you debrief your entire process, where did the breakdown happen? Number two, ask yourself this question huge, huge, important question. Where is the intersection? Where is the intersection between your client's most important problem? And what you do as a solution. Where is the intersection between the biggest problem your client is having and the thing that you can help them solve? Now, what do you do if the problem that your business solves isn't big, huge, explosive problems? This doesn't mean you don't have a business. It just means you have to do a better job of connecting the dots for them. If you make jewelry, 
if you make jewelry, that might not sound like you're solving big, huge, important problems. However, jewelry, number one, is an important gift a lot of times. And number two, brings happiness and joy to a lot of people. It helps them build their confidence, right? You see me, I love my big earrings. It, it's part of my persona. It's part of my brand. It's part of what makes me confident. So don't think that if what you do doesn't solve emergency room level problems, that you're not actually solving problems. You just have to connect the dots for people better. So number one, debrief everything you're doing in your marketing to see where are you and where are you not hitting your benchmarks. Number two, make sure you are working at the intersection with your client's biggest problem and what you do to solve it. And if what you do isn't what I call emergency room level problems, then make sure you're connecting the dots for them as to how what you do makes their life better. And number three, we're going to jump over to the who you need to be to do it side. What do you need to believe and who do you need to be in order to make yourself successful at these efforts? In order to not succumb to the feelings that will lie to you, the imposter syndrome, the scarcity mindset. I throw that all in the bad feelings bucket because it makes it real easy for me to adjust. Where are you too tied to your process instead of wanting to provide solutions? Right? That's all about us. That's all about who we're being. Where are you holding on to something so tightly that you're not seeing the opportunities that are in front of you and you're being held back by it instead of propelled forward? Go back to the idea of the debrief. Go back to the idea of the debriefing. Are you expecting success? Or are you taking all of the actions and not really expecting them to work? Where are your own beliefs and challenges limiting to your success? I'm very direct with this type of stuff. We know this, right? So I take on solving mindset problems the same way that I solve business problems. I go back to the debriefing. What do I want? Where am I currently? And what do I need to do to get me from where I am to where I want to be? It works for your mindset the same way it works for your business. Where, what do you want? Where are you now? And what do you need to do to get from where you are to where you want to be? And then you just go to work. You just go to work. Which brings me also to a huge, exciting announcement. Huge, exciting announcement. I've been waiting to tell you guys this. I've been waiting for months to tell you guys this. About how this has all come together and conquer your business. You know, I use my business as an example to illustrate everything that I teach and everything that I talk about. We debrief. We measure everything. What part of our message is landing? What part of our message is not landing? What are our people buying? What are our people not buying? We measure everything. Where are they getting hung up? 
And step two, what is my ideal client's biggest problem right now that we can solve? What's their biggest problem that we can solve? For me, it's the fact that my clients are out of hours in the day and days in the week to implement on all of the strategies that we come up with. They're excited in the conversation, but then they go back to their business and they're overwhelmed and they're already booked 24-7 and they're worried that what we're going to do together is more work instead of less work. And number two, it gets lost in translation. I have an MBA in marketing, right? This is what I know how to do. I have a business strategy background. This is what I know how to do. But it isn't what they know how to do. So when they have to take everything we've talked about and go implement it and find their own people to go do all the work, it gets lost in translation. They're overwhelmed, they're too busy, and they don't know how to do it. This is not setting people up for success. This is the intersection where what their biggest problem meets what I know how to do, right? So we debriefed. We asked ourselves the question. And number three, who do I need to be to do it? Who do I need to be to take the next steps in my business? And for me, what that really came down to is no longer seeing myself as a solopreneur, even with a team, and you guys know I'm a big proponent of having a team that helps you, but no longer seeing myself as a solopreneur and moving into seeing myself truly as a business owner, where Aaron is just one more asset that the business has. So the end result of all this, I would love to invite you to check out the Conquer Your Business website conqueryourbusiness.com and take a look for yourself about how this has all come together to be the next iteration of Conquer Your Business, where we don't just offer the coaching and consulting information on what you need to do, but we have an entire line of services to actually help you do it and do it for you right? Solving that problem of being out of the time to do it for yourself and it not being the thing that you're best at. Because here's the good news. It's the thing that my team is best at. We are still staying squarely in the business and branding strategy world. We are not moving out of our lane. We are still staying squarely in business strategies, branding strategies that help you create those multiple six and seven figure businesses. But now we're going to take one more step in doing it for you in doing it for you so that it doesn't feel like more work, but it actually feels like less work and gets you the results that you're looking for. So check out conqueryourbusiness.com. It's all there. Play on the website. It's new brand, new logo, new team. Like, Oh my God, I can't even tell you how excited I am about this to know that this is the right step forward in helping our clients create the business and the life that they're proud of.